You were never meant to create this way. Caged by shame that whispers, you're not good enough, you're not doing enough, you will never be successful. No, you were born to create with wild and abundant joy, with reckless abandon, unfettered feeling, and the easy peace of unshakable assurance. Here at Wildmaking, we're reclaiming this birthright together, untaming our art and rewilding our relationships with our creative work. I'm your host, author and creative wellness coach, Kristen Kiefer. Let's get started. Let's get a little bit cringy today, friends. <laughs> today, I would love to talk with you about what it's like to think of our art as being cringeworthy and why that is such a common, such a normal, such an instinctual thing, but also why it's kind of exciting, which I know might sound a little bit wild, a little bit crazy, but I've reached a point in my own creative practice, in my own relationship with my art, where if I start to cringe when making it, when looking back on art that I've made, when thinking about sharing my art with the world, I kind of get excited because there's so much opportunity in the midst of cringe to better your relationship with yourself and with your art and to really step into powerful new beliefs and just level up inside of your relationship with your creative work. So before I get all ahead of myself here, let's take one step back. It is incredibly common for creatives to think of their art as being cringeworthy or to experience cringe in relationship to their art. I think this is especially common when we look back on art that we've made in the past, when we were younger, less mature, less skilled, less ex less experienced. Looking back on old work can feel really embarrassing, right? But I also want to acknowledge that we can feel pretty cringy about our art in the present. The, you know, draft that we worked on yesterday or the the sketch that we did last month, we can look at it and see it through uh, this lens of being cringeworthy. And this is, again, incredibly common because I think, first of, all, first of all, often when we cringe about our art, when we feel that our art is cringeworthy, that's coming from a place of understanding quality. That's coming from a place of having standards and expectations for your art. And ultimately what I mean by that is you have good taste. Most of the time, if you are cringing at the quality of your art, it's likely because you have good taste and you know that your art, the quality of it, the skill of it, isn't quite where you would like it to be just yet. This isn't the case in every situation, but it is in so many of them. So I'd like to take a moment here before we dive deeper into this conversation to just recognize that, friends, hello, we have good taste. Having good taste is half the battle when it comes to making art. Having good taste is a definition, a, a definition, a destination. It is a recognition of the quality or standard of art that we would like to make. And from there, once we know that we have good taste and we know what we would love to create, we can put in the work to excel to that point, to get our own art to the place where we are really proud of what we're creating because it's reaching those standards. Which is not to say, and this is perhaps a conversation for an another day, but this is not to say that you can't be proud of the art that you are making today, even if it's not ultimately the level or quality that you would like to be making. But 
Before I really go off track here, let's all just take a moment to recognize that we have good taste and that is a strength inside of our creative practices, okay? So if you are cringing when thinking about reading, looking back on, sharing your art, it's probably because you have standards and they're there for a reason, because you know what you like and you know what you want to create. So that is awesome. What's not so awesome is that perceiving your work as being cringeworthy can be a really uncomfortable emotional experience. It can leave you feeling embarrassed, frustrated, overwhelmed, intimidated, hurt, just in a general sense of some emotional pain. And I think a huge word to apply here is ashamed. Because when you are judging your work as being cringeworthy, there is a shame story at play there. You are making a judgment upon your work. You are judging it for being lesser than and unworthy in some way. You aren't going to experience cringe in the presence of your art if you have full belief in yourself as an artist and in your work and in your potential as an artist. You're not going to cringe if you're not placing judgment upon yourself or upon what you've created. You only, you know, if, if you have that full self-belief, you'd feel perfectly at ease with your art, just as it is. Your art wouldn't even have to be perfect. It wouldn't even have had to meet those standards of excellence that you want to achieve one day. It could be very amateur, very beginner, very basic, very flawed, very just okay. But okay art is not the problem. It's the judgments that you make about your art, whether it's okay or whether it's excellent, but you're just not seeing it that way. It's the judgments that you make about your art or that you perceive that others are making, you fear that others are making about your art, that you ultimately internalize that lead you to cringe. Cringing comes from a shame story or shame stories that live within us. And it's an incredibly instinctual response to the emotional pain of experiencing judgment, right? To cringe. It's incredibly natural, incredibly instinctual, because we have all been taught to view our art through the lens of shame. The exact shame stories that live inside you in your relationship to your art may vary wildly from those that live inside me or inside other people, but we have all been taught by parents, by teachers, by culture, by society to view our art through a lens of shame. We've been taught things like we are not talented enough or that what we're creating is too silly, too cheesy, too grim, too gory, too dark, too serious, too much, not enough in some way. We've been taught that creative careers are really limited or that we're going to end up as a starving artist, that pursuing creative work is really impractical, that it's a waste of time, that it's selfish, that it's childish. There are so many judgments that the world places upon art and artists upon creative work, and it is so easy for all of us, especially when we were younger, when we were children, to internalize some of these beliefs, some of these shame stories for ourselves, to make them a part of our belief system. So if you find yourself making judgments upon your art, upon your creative work, upon yourself as an artist, 
please know that this is incredibly normal and that there's nothing wrong with you, right? That would be a shame story in and of itself. There is nothing wrong with you if you find yourself judging your work as cringeworthy. That's just kind of a human experience because of the shame that we have all internalized from one source or another. And the fact that you do judge your work as cringeworthy or the fact that you look back on old work, look back on work you did yesterday, think about having to share a little bit about your art with somebody or to post your art on social media. If you find yourself in any of those circumstances and you instinctually feel your start, feel yourself start to cringe in the midst of them, that is not a problem, okay? It is not a problem to have the very human experience of instinctually casting judgment upon yourself for your art and then having that physical response of cringing in the face of that judgment. It's not a problem. It is, however, an opportunity. And this is where I get to the point that I mentioned earlier, which is I am at a place now in my own relationship with myself and my art where if I notice myself cringing when it comes to my art, when I think about my creative work or look back on it, if I find myself cringing when it's time for me to tell somebody about my art or share something on social media, I get excited. I get, not always right away, sometimes it takes me a hot minute to recognize what's happening and reframe the situation, but more often than not, I get excited when I cringe about things because cringing is an instinctual response to a shame story, which means if I'm cringing, there's something going on inside of my head that I don't want to be there, and I get to use this as an opportunity to explore what exactly is going on inside of my head, why it's there, how it's potentially served me in the past, why it's no longer serving me, and I get to work to kick that shame story out of my head and step into something bigger and better and more powerful and kind of revolutionary. How is that not the most exciting opportunity, right? To level up your mindset, to level up what you believe about yourself, what you believe about your art. Cringing is an opportunity to level up. And to give you an example, I want to tell you about a recent experience that I had since returning to Instagram. So I've recently gone, gotten back on Instagram and started posting and sharing there again. Very excited about that. And the other day I went to post something and as I was typing up the caption and preparing to press post or share or whatever the button says, I felt myself starting to cringe a little and get a little anxious about posting this particular message that I wanted to share. And so when I noticed that happening, I got to take a step back and go, whoa, like what is going on here? What's happening? And what I discovered was that I knew that what I was writing was pretty provocative, that it could really rile up some other people's opinions, right? It could really, it wasn't a safe kind of neutral thing to share. It was a post that I could see, that I perceived could receive judgment from other people. And that was making me a little anxious. It was making me a little nervous. Specifically, I was having thoughts like, what if people tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about, that I'm too privileged to be writing about this, that I don't know what it's like to be in their shoes with their hardships? 
that sort of thing. And honestly, when I thought about those potential judgments I might receive, they weren't wrong. (laughs) I am very privileged as an artist. I haven't been in everybody else's shoes, but I knew that what I was sharing was truth nonetheless. I knew that it might push some people's buttons because it would require them to look at an uncomfortable emotional place inside of them. But honestly, isn't that what all of my work is at this point? Is helping you uncover and poke at those uncomfortable places inside of you so that you can step into, as I always say, bigger and better relationship with yourself and your art, right? So that you can lead a more confident, joyful, and fulfilling creative journey. That's just what I do now. (laughs) And so when I found myself cringing about this post in particular, I decided to get curious, right? And this is, if you find yourself in a similar situation, this is what I would recommend that you do as well. Take a moment, recognize that you are experiencing some cringe here, take a step back, take a breath, and then get curious. Where is that judgment of something here being cringeworthy coming from? Ask yourself why and keep asking that until you really dig to the root of something. Because it's one thing to go, oh yeah, I think I'm cringing because I'm afraid of judgment. Okay, like, yeah, that happens to everybody all the time and it's also a very vague statement, right? So keep asking yourself why. Why are you afraid of judgment in this particular situation? What are you afraid that other people are going to say? What would it mean about you if other people said those things? Why are you assuming that those things, those other people's opinions, if they even had them in the first place, would actually be true, right? Get really curious. Where is all of this coming from? Get to that root story if you can, and then ask yourself whether that fear is actually serving you. Is this judgment that your work is cringeworthy actually serving you? I'm willing to bet the answer is no. And once you recognize how it is not serving you, and once you recognize the pain that it is causing you to continue to operate from that judgment, you can fire yourself up to buy into something else instead. To ask yourself, what is it that I actually want to believe here? What belief would actually serve me and help me achieve what I want to achieve? Do I want to fearlessly share my art with the world even if other people think it's silly or think it's stupid or think I'm too privileged to make this or think that I don't have enough talent? Do I still want to make my art? Do I still want to share it? Okay, then what beliefs do I need to step into to make that happen? And then you can choose to act from that belief in small ways, in big ways, in whatever ways feel accessible and attainable to you, but you can choose to act from them. And in doing so, when you act from the belief that you know is going to serve you, what ends up happening is that you prove to your nervous system that it's safe for you to show up differently. Because ultimately, all that cringe is, is a sort of physical, emotional response to a sense of danger. Your nervous system is going, hey, I'm going to make you feel cringy right now, so that way you stop moving in the direction of this thing that I've perceived to be a threat, this judgment that I've perceived to be a threat. 
this shame that I've perceived to be a threat. And so by taking action from a more powerful belief, you can begin to rewire your nervous system and show your nervous system that it is safe for you to show up differently, that it is safe for you to step beyond the bounds of whatever shame story is leading you to feel cringy about your art and actually show up differently. And if you keep rinsing and repeating, keep sharing, keep showing up, keep acting from the belief that you know is going to serve you, that instinctual cringe response will melt away alongside of your shame story in time in favor of so much more self-assurance, so much more confidence, so much more... Mm. There's not a word that serves what I want to say right here, but you can reach a point where, quite frankly, pardon my French, you could just give way fewer fucks about other people's potential judgments, right? You just give way less of a shit about what anybody else might say about you and your art, whether they might judge it as being cringeworthy, because you know who you are. You know what you believe. You know the value that your creative work brings to your life and to the world at large. And you are going to keep showing up for that no matter what. This is the really incredible opportunity that experiencing cringe inside of our creative practice can offer us. And I encourage you to do more things today that make you feel a little bit cringy because the only way out is through. On a basis of powerful self-belief, the only way out is through. It's like that meme that I see around the internet sometimes. I don't know the source, but it's the meme that says, do not kill the part of you that is cringe. Kill the part that cringes. That is the work that you can start doing today inside of your creative practice. So let's get cringy and in doing so, kill the part of ourselves that cringes. Okay? I'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to today's Wild Making. If this episode felt like coming home to yourself as an artist or a maker, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing to help this podcast reach a wider audience of creatives like yourself. And for more on untaming your art, be sure to check out my current coaching offers and subscribe to receive weekly wisdom-packed emails in your inbox for free at kristinkiefer.co. Cool? Until next time, shine on, my friend.